did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to your favorite one-stop shop for horror news true crime stories, and real-life tales of the unexplained monsters at midnight, brought to you by the Zima Podcasting Network, which has a hot new website for all the hot, creamy content that's being shot to your face by the big Z. It's it's mobile-friendly, easy to use, and you can binge every single episode of every single show that is on the network. We are also on Anchor, iTunes, and Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and if you feel so inclined, shoot us an email at monsters.midnight at gmail.com. Midnight spelt incorrectly. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) M-I-D-N-I-T-E, in case you don't remember the several episodes where we've spelled midnight for you. Well... Not like we've gotten an email anyway. That's true, but maybe we would if they knew how to spell midnight. Incorrectly. (laughs) Now you know. I'm your host, your favorite escape madman, loose on the airwaves, terrorizing your eardrums, Matt Schaefer, and the voice you heard so elegantly from beyond the grave, calling you, beckoning you by name, is Jezebel Donkey Kong. How are you tonight? (laughs) You know what's really funny, too? I have, like, this hatred of Donkey Kong. Why? Because anytime I've ever played, like, Mario Kart or Mario Party, if Donkey Kong is a computer, they're always fucking murdering me. They're always, like, after me the whole time for whatever reason. It's always fucking Donkey Kong. And so now I hate him. So I'm just, I'm against this. I was just trying to do a bit. I didn't realize I did unearth something (laughs) horrible. You have. Well, sorry, Joel and Dormady. Thank co-hosts you. of Monsters at Midnight, Thank you. whom I respect gray dearly. <laughs> gray dearly? Stop. <laughs> you know I don't respect, though? Our fucking producer. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. He's great, too. He's we flipping love you, knobs. He's pulling switches. Penis jokes. <laughs> it's your boy, Grandpa Zimi. <laughs> Grandpa Zimi. <Yeah. laughs> he sounds like an old, like... Does that sound Italian? Like an old Italian Grand grandpa? Bazzimi. Grand Bazzimi. <laughs> sounds, sounds delicious. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving to you, speaking of delicious. Yeah, we've got a hot episode all devoted to remakes. I was Yay. like, <laughs> when I was looking up the topics that Matt brought up, I, all I could think was like, wait, did he just pick all the remakes that we're getting that nobody asked for or wants? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's where we're at today. Yeah, so it's it going to be a fun topic. Hopefully, after thing, I go back home for Thanksgiving, I will have a review of Knives Out for you because I'm going to see if I can coerce my family into taking me to go see it. So. You know what's weird? Like a, a weird tradition me and my family have are like, I think it's on... It's like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. We always end up seeing a movie. And same with like Thanksgiving or Mm -hmm. Black Friday. We always end up seeing a movie. I don't know if it's just because that's like the only time me and my sister are usually both in town. Mm -hmm. But and we used to like go see movies together a lot. It was like our thing. And yeah, so it's kind of funny. And I feel bad because that theater is open like every holiday. And it's kind of I feel really bad for them because it's like the one theater in like several hundred miles, I think. Maybe not a hundred. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because you're from... Uh, way up north yeah and like the the neighboring towns like nobody has a a theater oddly enough so no solid well 
Yeah, so you bear with us. We've got a fun episode here for you. So, without further ado, bolt your windows, lock your doors, and turn out the lights. Monsters at motherfucking midnight rides again. <laughs> a very merry Thanksgiving. Merry Thanksgiving. Um, cool. Yeah. First up, we've got our boy Samus Ramis is back in the producer's chair. Sam Raimi, director of the Evil Dead movies, producer of the reboot, director of Dark Man, Drag Me to Hell, and maybe a trilogy you've heard of called Spider-Man. Probably um, not. Never. He's producing a remake of another little-known movie called <laughs> The Grudge, which I don't even think is a remake. It's supposed to be like a prequel to the American one. Oh, I was gonna. It looked like the exact same sort of concept. Well, I mean. Go figure. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'm going to double check that, so finish your drink. No, not the grudge. Oh, well, the yeah, because uh, the grudge is the one where there's, like, a little boy in the house, like the original, so maybe this is before the little boy is there, but just when the other ones are there. That would kind of make sense. I don't know. I think I just think I read something that maybe I would... Uh, a reboot of the 2004 American remake of the Japanese horror film Juon, which is the only one I've seen. Yeah, the film's events take place... Oh, the film's events take place at the same time as those of the 2004 film. What? Fucking, I don't know. Is it a different house, then? Same house? Some Sarah Michelle Gellar Do you want me to look it up? Because I don't care that much. I'm just... (laughs) All these questions. There's a trailer out for The Grudge 2020. If you're familiar with The Grudge, it looks very similar to what you've gotten with the Japanese one and presumably with the American one because it was directed by the same dude. Uh... A horrible murder occurs in a house which leaves the vengeful spirit known as the grudge trapped in the house and whoever enters the house becomes a pawn and prey for this vengeful spirit. Jolyn, what are your thoughts on Samus Ramis's grudge reboot? Well, um, I do love like Japanese ghost stories because one thing with like western uh ghosts is usually they're like trapped in a house or they're trapped in a building or something and so you get out of the house and you're fine or you're trapped in the house and then oh no but uh with japanese ghosts they just haunt you so Mm -hmm. like they follow you around and shit which i always thought was psychologically more terrifying because then are you crazy or are there ghosts following you who knows Mm -hmm. oh god but also like i said before this is a remake that nobody asked for we already have like a bunch of sequels to the american version there's a bunch of sequels to the japanese version yeah so uh, is there is a bunch of sequels to the American version too, though, right? There's at least there's at least one. Okay, I thought there were several, but maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. You might be I, thinking of Ring. That could oh, that could be because there's there's at least I thought there was just Ring two and then and then Rings. Rings yeah. Well, there might there's there might be three grudges. Don't quote me on that. I know there's at least a second American grudge. Like, okay, I know there's a second. Uh, Juwan yeah. too. So, but like I said, we don't fucking nobody asked for this movie, but. Uh, the cast kind of looks okay. Cast uh, looks okay. It looks like a pretty visually, stylistically interesting movie too. Well, and at it's least like, from the trailer, I'm kind of excited with what they can do with the effects now that like more time has passed. Yeah, you no, know, we have a little bit. 2004. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. I will say, um, as spooky as I found the Japanese version, the effects in that movie, a lot of them do not hold up yeah. at all, and it kind of took me out of it. Well, and one thing I I thought was like. Well, okay, so I like uh, John Cho, is it? Or John, right? Oh, my God. 
yeah, John Cho. Um, he recently was in this movie Searching, uh, which I don't know how it did like box office wise, but I saw it in theaters and it was incredible. It was like he he really like dove into a dramatic role well. And I don't know how many times he had done that in the past or if he had before. Um, Cause it's not like I'm like following his career after the white castle stuff, you know? Oh, that's who that is. Um, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Harold and Kumar. I've yeah. never seen those movies, but yeah, I mean, good for him. Yeah, no, that's my thing. <laughs> I'm too. amazed that he's still acting. <laughs> Um, I feel like that's something that you, you like peak so early and then you're just like you're Frankie Munizing the rest of your life. Well, it's like I'm honestly I'm all about comedic actors changing over to dramatic roles and like mm-hmm. committing to it because I feel like. Uh, oh, yeah. And he was always in the Star Trek. He was. Oh, oh, my God. He was always in the Star Trek reboot. He was also in the Star Trek reboot. Oh, yeah. Um, he's that's 47. Not, that oh, but um, yeah, no, I. uh he did, like I said, he did really well in searching, and so I'm really excited to uh, see what he can do with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I thought was me- maybe cool, but also maybe a terrible idea, was that uh, a lot of like the scares are the same, like the hand yeah. coming out of the back of the head. That's and, the thing uh, is, they don't really look like they're doing that much unique with the formula, mm-hmm. and, and like that death rattle is still yeah. the same. Which the death rattle is iconic. Yeah, You're not you gotta... gonna change the death rattle. Yeah, I just like I can't tell if it's gonna be cool to see that redone or if it's just gonna be like, oh well, I've seen this movie before. Why do I need to see this movie? Yeah. Um. But also, oh god, I'm sorry. Um. But hey, Jolene vomited on I air did. for once. <laughs> we're just all uh oh my god. We're all just Reagan. There we go. I was like, what's the fucking girl's name from the Exorcist? Oh, I thought you were talking about the president. Also that. We're <laughs> both simultaneously. <laughs> Head spinning around and being president. <laughs> um, president of what? Oh boy. Anyway, but uh Oh my god, words. That's an escape from New York. Reference. No, I'm just I am just all out of Oh my god, what was what the fuck was I gonna say? Help me. I don't know. You were talking about the grudge. I was. Um Oh, I was thinking just in general, like looking up these remakes, I'm like, this is like the age of remakes, and I keep thinking, like, why the fuck do they keep doing it? Like, why yeah. why don't they realize that like we're all just exhausted of it? I'm like because everybody still wants to see the movie because they yeah. want to see if it's going to suck, even if they have like fucking. They always make money. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, well, I liked the original or, oh, the original was terrible. Let's fucking yeah. see what they do with it now. And then half the time people are like, wow, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Or like more than half the time, I would say. But everybody still saw it. So they're still making money. So. Yeah. I know? think I've said on on this show or if you're a diehard big z fan throwback to the movie madness podcast r.i.p in peace <laughs> r.i.p in spaghetti never forgetty um <laughs> i've said that if you're gonna do a remake you should have a new, a new twist that yeah. you want to do on it and from the trailer alone i'm not getting Kinda that looks like the same movie. yeah there looks like they're doing a lot of the same gags and although there's a bit in that trailer with uh that chick they cast who was also an insidious like the uh, older woman. Okay. Did you see that bit where her face yeah. all fucked up? I'm curious as to what that is cuz that looks fucking horrifying and I like I like horrifying. Yeah. So. Which is like and I will say that I'm happy that Sam Raimi is still doing stuff in the horror genre cuz I've also heard that the next movie he's supposed to direct is a horror film mm. which 
I don't know how true that is. Because the last movie he directed was Oz the Great and Powerful. So, oh fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then I, I mean he it. he did some work on Ash vs Evil Dead, but not a whole lot. I think he was mainly just a producer. But I feel like nothing can ever surprise me with any director now. Just with like all the weird shit that like has been made. I don't know. Like fucking Tarantino's like, I'm going to make a Star Trek movie. I'm like, where are we? Where? I'm still not convinced that's going to happen. I feel like if I time travel, he's going to have made like a Harry Potter movie. Let's. Oh my God. (laughs) It'd just be battle Royale. You know, he should just, he should have done the hunger games. That's what he did. I would have watched that movie. Yeah. I mean, I watched it anyway. I would have watched it again. Yeah. So I'm going to travel in time and then fucking Tarantino is going to remake the Hunger Games. There you go. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. um, I don't know. I want to have a whole lot to say on this remake of The Grudge. Oh, the the Grudge as a franchise has always been one that's just kind of been on the outside of my like my peripheral. Like I finally saw the Japanese one. I thought it was good, but I'm also like, this isn't really a franchise that I need. Well, in my and life. I, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm not like big on franchises. So there were a lot of movies that I just sort of overlooked, even though I was really into horror movies. Like mm-hmm. if it was one of the movies that had like a billion sequels, I usually just didn't watch any of them or I would yeah. just watch the first one. So I didn't even see the grudge until like maybe like 10 years after it came out. So, you know, yeah. behind I mean, the times, fair enough. probably wait another 10 years to see this fucking movie. <laughs> um, and I don't know if we said the official release date, uh, we but didn't. apparently was... it's January 3rd, yeah. 2020. So if you do want to see it just to see what happens, even though it's probably terrible because it's probably what we're going to do January 3rd, 2020. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Next topic. Uh, speaking of evil dead and the evil dead reboot, Fede Alvarez is going to be producing a reboot of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh my God, so many opinions. Fede Alvarez directed the Evil Dead reboot. He also directed Don't Breathe and The Girl in the Spider's Web, which to my knowledge are the only three feature-length films he's made. I know he has some short films and he's done some TV work. I think you're right. But that's about it for good old Fede Alvarez. Um, all right, you have a lot of opinions, so let's yeah. let's hear them. Part of them were the opinions that formed when I was thinking about remakes in general, and I'm just like, are they just doing this because they think we'll like spend money on it? Because yeah. we will. Um, and this one might be one of those because right. I'm just like, this movie not only had a bunch of sequels when it first came out, it also had a bunch of sequels when it was like rebooted and like a, a prequel and shit like that. I was gonna say, do you remember a few years ago they made a movie called Leatherface, which yeah. was like I completely forgot about that. Oh, until I did just this moment. <laughs> I fucking didn't. I honestly did you okay. See it? I did. Sneeze. Matt has to sneeze. All right, go <laughs> on. He seems so sad. Uh, I didn't want to do it on air because I knew it was going to be awful. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, honestly. You're fucking lying. I didn't hear a single good thing about that. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I like yeah, origin stories. He's just stories. talking shit. He's, I, not, he's not even paying attention. I, really? I like origin stories. And if I remember correctly. uh, No, never mind. Okay. Rewind. My brain is everywhere and nowhere all at once. Um, but uh, I I actually was pretty okay with Leatherface because like I, need to look I didn't I didn't like like the remake that they did if that was a remake or whatever the fuck it was. It's a lot better than 
Oh yeah, that's oh right. yeah, Texas Chainsaw or yeah, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Dear God, 2017, 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I honestly think that might be the one I'm thinking of, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Only did Texas Chainsaw or Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning, and then they did Leatherface, and it's just like God, I completely forgot this movie came out until just this discussion. Wow, Matt's brain, ladies and gentlemen. Who the fuck is talking about this movie anymore? (laughs) Are you finding articles? No, I'm I'm just like, you're like Matt's brain, ladies and gentlemen. Who has it logged away? I don't know. I do. do, Yeah, I care. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the sequel, like the original sequel. (laughs) (laughs) That one was good, except for it was the first and second one. Great. And then everything else was garbage. You know, so it's like I. Yeah, I don't know. I've. But back to Fede Alvarez making a version of this. Yes, producing. He, producing. Um, well, here's the thing. They they have a script written, but they don't have a director yet. So we don't know right. for sure that he's not going to direct it. He might. Because I would watch that movie. I'm going to say, honestly. He probably won't, but I really want him to. Because then I would be excited honestly, about it. Honestly, yeah, if they're going to let him be a part of it, I think they should let him direct it. Because vis- well, like, an Evil Dead didn't Evil Dead do like incredibly because it was an incredible movie? I don't movie? think it did super well. Aww. I think it did well at all things considered. Bummer. Well, let me, let me look this up now. Take a drink, finish your drink, or whatever the rule is. You, you guys are having a very merry Thanksgiving. Yeah, get fucking hammered with Monsters at Midnight. We're probably getting hammered. As we speak. As we speak. <laughs> um, That's weird to think about. Yeah, it is. Chances are, if you're listening to this episode at any given time of day, one of us is getting hammered. That's my guess. Um, well, I guess uh, 17 million and made 97.5 million. That's not that's awful. Pre- that's pretty good. Yeah, I think. I don't. I guess good. I don't know the the spans on what. I mean, usually, usually you need make. to make like triple your budget to be a success. But still, it's not yeah, bad. Yeah. Maybe about five times its budget. So. Yeah. Fuck. So I mean. Yeah, it did well. It yeah, did, it did very so well. good. So maybe they'll let him do it because that reboot was fucking amazing. He's a great visionary. Like I've I've found flaws in some of his writing and storytelling, whether it be the Evil Dead reboot or Don't Breathe. But he's a great visionary, and uh, he's not writing this one as we already yeah, know. So, so if he directs it, this could just be incredible. I'd be into it. Yeah. Um. But okay. So as I was uh, as I was reading about this, I also found. Uh, I found this article on SlashFilm.com written by Chris Evangelista because I want to read a quote from him because it's hilarious. But on the same article, they're talking about a haunted White House movie that supposedly supposedly it's described as the shining set in the White House. And then later on in this article, this dude is like, better yet, why not combine these projects into one? Leatherface gets elected president of the United States and then has to figure out how to run the country. I'd watch the hell out of that. And I'm like, I would too. So let's just combine the movie and make all the money in the world. (laughs) It's just going to be amazing. But yeah, so uh, I don't know. I I think this movie is super unnecessary and it's I'm probably going to hate it. But if Fede Alvarez directs it, I'll suddenly be much more excited about yeah. it. Yeah, I was going to say it's way too early in the game for this one for me to have an opinion yeah. either way. Well, didn't Leatherface come out like not that long ago? 2017 too? is what I just saw. Oh, my fucking God. We don't we don't need this. We don't need it this. Was it's because Halloween came out and made a shit pile of money. Yikes. That's why, that's why they're doing 
Black Christmas. Oh, great. Which is actually a pretty good transition. Yeah, unless let's you have fucking, anything no, else you need to say. No, let's get into that because I have more to say. Uh, if you didn't Black know, Christmas. on Friday the 13th of December of this year, Bloomhouse is releasing a remake of Black Christmas, which is kind of a underground cult favorite in the horror community and a pre predecessor to the original Halloween in terms of arguing what the first slasher movie ever was. It's a phenomenal movie directed by Bob Clark, uh, who also directed a Christmas story about a man stalking sorority girls. And uh, one of the earliest examples of the calls are coming from inside the house trope. Yeah. And now Bloomhouse is putting down a PG-13 remake of it. And the trailer released. And I'm not even going to talk about the plot synopsis because the fucking trailer gives away pretty much everything that's going to. They better have a major rabbit to pull out of their hat. Yeah, I'm just. Because I'm so pissed about that fucking trailer. I think they spoil a shit ton. They ruin everything. They just they're just sort of like, okay, let's take a little piece of every scene and put this in the trailer. Just so they know exactly. they reveal, they reveal who at least one of the main villains is. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be a plot twist that one of the sorority girls is in on it, too. Probably. Because like, here's the thing. From the looks oh, of the... Oh, the killer is sh- inside the house because they're yeah. not sorority. Uh. <laughs> From the looks of it, this trailer not only has a masked killer, but a bunch of them because apparently there's this weird sacrificial cult that's run in the underground of the college. And then it looks the, like a really bad fraternity. Yeah, and then the girls, uh, fucking, they go all your next Australian survivalist chick to win the day, which is, I will say, is kind of cool. Yeah, that's honestly, okay. Because it's better than what happens to the girls in the original. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like, so. We should also mention, this is the second time this movie has been yeah. quote unquote remade. I didn't watch the first I haven't seen rem- the first remake. Yeah, either. because it's probably also heard, garbage. I haven't heard anything good about it. Yeah, so I've also like, heard it's like unnecessarily gross. Like oh, they yeah. give like a like really gruesome and like just vulgar backstory to the killer. Well, maybe that's why this one ended up PG thirteen. I don't no, know. You know why this is PG thirteen? Well, it said after they test screened it to make money. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, to make money. Well, and it's like, <sighs> but who the fuck was asking for a remake to Black Christmas? Nobody, nobody. It's and that's, weird. Again, it just must have been like, I swear to God, it's like Halloween came out, and all of a sudden, all the studios are scrambling, like, oh, what other properties can we get the rights to real quick? Well, Black it's, Christmas. It's probably because like a bunch of horror nerds for like fucking many years have been looking back at movies that they love and trying to remake them, like Jolin and The Shining. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but buy The Shining from me. My remake is amazing. So I'd watch it. Yeah. Well, he hasn't read it yet, see, but it's did amazing. Did you see uh, Doctor Sleep? No, not yet. I need to. Yeah. One of these days, we'll have a review of Doctor Sleep for you. Too. And we, it might be with uh, Time to Adapt because they were talking about oh, having yeah. us on for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently they passed away. You can't talk if no one's if you're not going to be fucking mic'd. <laughs> Grandma's commentary the whole episode is just you guys can't hear it. He's the funniest one of us. He's just he's just oh fuck he's just not mic'd now. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, thoughts um, on the Black Christmas remake that I w- looks like a fucking train wreck. I okay, so I had 
I hated the idea. And then as I started reading about it, I was like, oh, maybe that's okay. Maybe this is okay. Maybe that's okay. I wanted to give to give it a fair shake because Bloomhouse was doing it. I just I appreciate Bloomhouse like producing every horror movie that just comes their way, yeah, which is what they seem to that. do. But I because I actually do genuinely like that they do that because yeah. it's like it's giving people who maybe wouldn't normally have an audience an audience. So it's, it's like, because if it's a Bloomhouse movie, even if like you don't know the director or whatever, you're like, oh, it's Bloomhouse. Maybe I'll see it. It might be good, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's. I think it's a good idea. But uh, I, like, because as I was reading about it, the the whole idea of like the women fighting back and stuff, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh, it's written and directed by women. That's awesome. Okay, that's cool too. I didn't know that. that yeah. Is- um, it's it's uh, directed by Sophia Tikal and uh, it's written by her and April Wolf. Okay. Um, Imogen Poots is in this one again, and then Carrie Elwes, who I love, I have a huge crush on. Um, but then, like we said, it's like we watch. Well, I watched the trailer after reading up on it, and then I'm like, sweet, okay. So I've now seen the movie essentially. Yeah. Why would I go see a movie where I'm I know exa- that, exactly like, everything that's going to happen? That's why I'm saying that there must be. I'm hoping, hoping. Jeez, gesundheit. <laughs> That's why Sneezy I didn't McGee. sneeze on air. You just gave it all to Graham. Yeah, I'm hoping for their sake that they have some sort of major rabbit that they're pulling out of their hat because, and I'm sure they didn't make me. I mean, they might have had approval on the trailer, but if they approve this trailer, they fucking sucks. Like yeah. it is not it a good a trailer. Idea. And it is, yeah, it shows too much. Well, it even shows, like, some, like, pretty gnarly deaths. Like, I was really excited about, like, the high school murder, Mm -hmm. but I was just, like... I wish they wouldn't have shown me that, though. Well, that's the thing. So I could that's, actually, like, see that on screen and give a yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the fucking thing is it's like, and not only that, like, they're, like, it looks like the characters are going to be typical, like, millennial fuckwad characters that I'm so fucking sick of seeing in horror movies. Yeah. And because the, it's funny, the poorly written characters of today, I hate more than the poorly written characters of the eighties because there's something charming about the poorly written characters of the eighties that is just not here today. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's too close to home. Maybe, but and I'm also not in love with this whole like cult thing that they're doing with you are. Well, 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 I will. Well, I will say, like I was saying that if they're going to do this remake, they should do something different. It does look like they're doing right. something different. That's that's kind of what I was thinking, too. And that's why when I read about it rather than saw the trailer, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll actually end up liking this movie because it's like if they're not doing the killers inside the house and if it's based nowadays, cause that would be like harder to do with right. cell phones and what's it's. That's and, why uh, the fucking when a stranger's call remake, when a stranger calls remake made no goddamn sense. Yeah. Cause that was just, that was like 2009 or something, right? Yeah. Or? It was like mid two thousands. Yeah. Another point in time when they were remaking every horror movie you could think of. Yeah. I feel like that was almost worse though. Cause there have been some remakes that like did at least like financially well, like evil dead yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. But I guess that was like, it's just, we, nobody has original ideas and we haven't had original ideas since the 90s that's you know and that's that's where i come in stay tuned for my feature-length film coming sometime this lifetime next year january 2020 <laughs> <laughs> it's done it's in the can but, but yeah. yeah continue your thoughts no it's pretty much it i think we're kind of on the same page it's like i i was disappointed that they were doing this again 
And then I got a little bit more excited as I read about it. And then I saw the trailer and now I hate it again. Yeah, no. I I do want to see this one to give it a review, but I also... I don't want to give my money. That's the issue is like, we might not see a review of this until I can rent it or stream it somewhere. Yeah. I guess I am not looking forward to this one. Well, it's like, it sucks too, because I was just uh, talking to somebody about like wanting more female directors and how as much as I, I want to be a feminist who just supports women, I don't like a lot of female directed horror movies. Like I just don't like them. It's usually because it's well, like, that's the hard thing is it's like, I would love to do that too, but it's also like sometimes people, regardless of gender, make shitty movies. Well, it's, just, <laughs> it's usually like focused in on like specific fears of women, which I don't like because mm-hmm. it's like, one, it hits a little close to home, and two, it's always like, like just because you're a feminist, feminist making a movie doesn't mean you have to like fucking throw the feminist idea into everybody's face the whole time. Right, which yeah. I feel like a lot of times that's kind of what happens. It's always just like, girl power. We're all very powerful women, and it's like, I mean, yes, women are powerful, but you don't need to like just like fucking be so heavy handed about it. Yeah, I don't know. And so like that's why, and maybe it's just because inherently we're a little bit more critical of women directors i don't know i myself included because like i said it's like i am constantly looking for female directors Mm -hmm. so i usually try to seek them out and yeah so i feel bad hating on this movie because i'm like it's directed by women and it's written by women so Mm -hmm. it's like and it's a female fronted cast again which is like that's all really good, but I'm like, God damn it, why is it another remake? Speaking of female-oriented remakes, did you know that all of a sudden a new Charlie's Angels is out? Yeah, Kristen Stewart is in it. Yeah, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. I fucking, I had no idea this movie was coming out until I watched the Kristen Stewart's Hot Ones on YouTube the other day because she was promoting it. I'm like, I've what? heard it's like failing super hard, but I really want to see it because I really, I honestly it's like her. okay reviews from what I've seen. Okay. I've heard a lot of bad things. So, oh, well, but, I don't know. I have, I have no connection to Charlie's Angel, Charlie's Angels, whether it be the TV show or the Cameron Diaz ones from the early 2000s. I loved those movies. So I'm fair, like, fair I'm enough. just a sucker and I just want to see it. <laughs> well, I just I I was just so taken aback. I was like, when did this happen? I l- had not heard anything until that moment. Honestly, I just saw like a brief clip of it and I was like, holy shit, Kristen Stewart looks so hot. So I was like, all right, I need to look at a trailer right now. She was a little boy crush of mine when I saw her and catch that kid. Love her. But she's also super gay, so I'll never have that chance. I could. You could. I, could. I think she's getting married to her girlfriend though. Oh, so. good for her. Um that's not related to what we were talking no, about. No, not at all. The <laughs> <laughs> um, Black Christmas. Maybe don't give them your money. Maybe yeah, pirate it's, it. If you do want to see it, it's coming to theaters on Friday the 13th in December. Or give them your money and then it'll be supporting women writers and directors, which is maybe a good thing. It is maybe a good thing, but also we don't want to support horror movie remake. Yeah, that's more my it's issue. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I just... And we don't want to support movies that are maybe awful. Yeah. The whole PG-13 thing, like, when you told me that, that I was just like, no. It turns me off so hard. If you're going to remake a, a hard-hitting R-rated horror movie, make it a hard-hitting R-rated horror movie. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm I, just going to say, especially for today's audience. Yeah. Like, I remember people even complained about Scary Stories of Tell in the Dark being PG-13. And that, that one, was, like, marketed towards kids, though. That's my thing. Yeah. It's like, that one, it makes sense, because yeah. that one's, like... 
that should be that was like a, a young adults like children's book. Yeah, you know? that's that's I didn't hear great things about that movie either. I though. really want to rent it. I would I, like to see it still too, but I didn't hear incredible things about it. Because that was Guillermo del Toro produced. He produced it, yeah. Well, that was the thing too, is that movie kind of had that vibe to it where it was like like a gremlins or uh I don't know, like anything Tim Burton does. Like one of oh. those like spooky family movies I kind like of. Those. I like those too. <laughs> But I didn't hear great things about it. I would, st- I would still like to see it. But yeah, so that one, it makes sense. This we'll one backlog all the movies that we haven't seen for an episode where it's like, oh, we'll, we'll bring back the segment movies we should have seen. Yeah, no, we <laughs> really be a recurring segment. We should because that happens a lot. But yeah. Um, any final thoughts on this? I'm probably going to see it and then hate myself afterwards. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week, I think, Joel. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, Get happy drunk with your family or not with your family if they suck. Yeah, there's that. Cut toxic people out of your life, even if it's your family. Because family can be toxic, too. That's true. But I do like my family. And I I'm love excited my family. to see my family. Me, too. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Jolyn. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that you are on this show Aww. and that you are my friend. I'm thankful Graham, you're I'm my thankful friend. that you have hosted us on the network for three years running now. Is it? Is it almost three years? It's, it's past three years. Oh shit! It's only two for you, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's past three years for me. It's only two for the me. The longest three years of my life, <laughs> and I'm thankful for them. But uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Maddie Ice. <laughs> <laughs>